This podcast is What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bourbon and Borderlands here on the Black Tastic Podcast Network. I am Panama Jackson, joined by the crew. I got Shawnice, Janae, Corey, and Jabri. What's up, folks? What's up? Yo, what's up? Hello. And we are here to break down the season finale of season four of Queen Sugar. What's the name of the episode? I am. I am. I am sad that this is the season finale. That was well done. <laughs> Thank you so much. I am proud of you. <laughs> for the way that you jumped right in and didn't miss a beat. I am grateful for that. So yeah, we are we're going to talk about this here season finale, a um, lot of action, a lot of things going on, a lot of surprises. They hit us in the, they hit us in the mouth a couple times with some uh surprises we did not see coming. Maybe. Um answer some questions, right? Yeah, they answered some questions and created new created ones. Created new ones. Yeah. <laughs> created new right. ones, you know yeah. what I mean? Um I'm pretty sure Corey may or may not have broken the television, though according to him a couple sub, a couple episodes ago, he stopped watching. Yeah. Which is going to make this recap interesting. Very right. interesting, right? Um, follow us along on Twitter at BeBorderLones, on Instagram, Bourbon and Borderlones, as we live tweet the show on Wednesday evenings. Um, we're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to hanging out with everybody and talking about the show because it is, it was a doozy. It was a doozy. Just so everybody knows, we are going to do a live show uh, reunion wrap-up of the show where we're going to give out awards. We're going to talk about you know, whose advictions came true, if anybody's, who got the most shots of bourbon, uh, how many times Corey quit watching the show. <laughs> uh, you know, we're, all the fun stuff that we've talked about over the course of the, the many episodes we've done of this podcast that we've all really enjoyed doing. Y'all have fun doing this? Yeah, it's been a lot of fun and you all have no idea how many different types of bourbon we have consumed over the course of doing this show. So without further ado, we're going to jump into the uh, jump into the recap that is going to be provided by Corey this week, which, again, is going to be interesting because uh, according to him, he stopped <laughs> watching the show a couple episodes ago. So we're going to see how this goes. Corey, you ready? Yep. All right, let's go. As you all know, I had previously retired from recaps, <laughs> but it's a season finale, and we got to get the people what they want, so let's get to it. This episode begins with Charlie and Micah having a heart-to-heart about life and Micah's poor decision-making on college selection. After the convo, we hear a loud knock at the door. Due to my boo Charlie's lack of street knowledge, she was unable to recognize the obvious police <laughs> knock and proceeded to open the door, and the popo proceeded to arrest her ass. Charlie is being accused of arson in the fire at the Queen Sugar Mill. At the police station, my boy Ralph Angel is cutting all the way up and demanding to let Charlie go ASAP. This fool has been off parole for a whole three episodes <laughs> and has apparently forgotten what the police in St. Joe's are capable of. Free Benny. Charlie makes bail and is set free. Reporters have gathered outside the police station. Charlie storms out the station and delivers a fiery speech, letting whoever is behind this know that she can't and will not be stopped. Next scene, we find ourselves at Aunt Vi's PPND. That's Jabri's word. And <laughs> in walks Sam Landry. Aunt Vi questions Sam about the favor she called in a while back and wants to know what the hell is taking so long to make it happen. Sam apparently has been gathering information to get rid of his sister Frances and provides Vi with the documents. 
We spent the whole season talking about how bad of a sibling Nova is, and Sam has topped her in three minutes. <laughs> like, who gets their sister arrested? Like, what is that about? Anyway, while the documents are important and all, the juicy part of the scene is when we learned that many moons ago, Sam skeeted in a Negro woman <gasps> named Betty and created a little mixed breed child. <laughs> it appears Sam actually loved Betty, but due to stuff like racism and money, Sam and Betty couldn't be together. A whole lot more on this later. Aunt Vi hops in the whip and heads straight over to Charlie. The documents Sam has provided are secret financial statements from Landry Enterprises and emails between Hank Miller and Francis discussing the ice raid and the arson at the meal. Back at Ralph Angel's crib, Star arrives and volunteers to cook Ralph a nice meal to thank him for all he's done. But before that, it's time for Blue to open up that gift from Grandpa from last episode. What's in that big box? A damn beach ball. <laughs> this has to be the suckiest gift ever. Ralph Angel says, Pop knew you like water, Blue. <laughs> to which I was expecting Blue to reply, Pops couldn't get your boy some goggles, a water gun, a beach towel. Hell, even a bottle of water would have been more useful than this. <laughs> but no, much to my disappointment, Blue is happy. Run away, little dude. <laughs> Run away. A little later, Ralph Angel and Star talk about their love for each other and whatnot. I wasn't really listening. I don't really care. Next, at the diner, Charlie <laughs> wins the election. Everybody celebrates. All is well. I love a winner. Charlie sliding my DMs. Now that she's a councilwoman, it's time for Charlie to get a little payback. While at lunch with Francis, Francis attempts to bribe Charlie into working with her, but Charlie isn't having it. Charlie has the pigs come and scoop Francis up on charges of bribery and arson. Back at the farm, Nova, being the great sister she is, remains persistent and finally gets Ralph Angel to hear her out. She apologizes and then shows Ralph Angel their mother's journal that she got from their cousin Martha. She also tells Ralph Angel that she found out their mom was not cremated but was instead buried on the farm. They will later have a talk with Prosper who thinks he may have an idea where she's buried. The best part of this episode happens when Charlie goes to pay a visit to Parker Campbell. I think we all assume Parker was a white man, but in fact, Parker basically turns out to be Charlie 2.0. Parker is Sam Landry's daughter from the black lady he and Alvi were discussing earlier at the diner. Parker is a feisty one. I kind of like her. Parker calls in her dad, Sam, and Charlie is stunned. They want Charlie to help get the highway back into St. Joe's so they can start fracking and get rid of the black farmers, but Charlie isn't having it. They threaten to take away Charlie's farm. Charlie tells her, play with me, ho. Parker says, bet. This will be very interesting next season. Anyway, the episode ends with Nova letting us know she's writing more papers. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> we'll see if she's learned any lessons from season four. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> and that was a recap courtesy of Corey in all of its glory. <laughs> and we will be right back on Bourbon and Borderlands with... The Good, the Bad, and the Nova. And we are back with the good, the bad, and the Nova on Bourbon and Border Loans on the Blacktastic Podcast Network. Um, so let's dive into the good. All right, on the topic of love and intimacy, we see two different displays of that this episode. First, I'll start with a rather uncomfortable one. Oh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all love it when old people um, have that You know what? On Corey, TV. fine. Fine, Corey. I was uncomfortable this time, and I wasn't uncomfortable the last time. What, That's just what it is. It let, me, let me get into it. It, was, it wasn't age. It just was uncomfortable. It was just too much. Um, Aunt Vi and, first of all, my point was that Aunt Vi and Hollywood are continuing to flourish in their intimacy. And, you know, I don't think it's a major topic that was noted, but 
I'm definitely, you know, taking note of the fact that they were in kind of a bad place in the beginning of the, yeah. the series, they I mean, went the season, the they went and, some and now you see them kind of, you know, back in a good place. Now, I could have done without the finger lick. <laughs> it was a lot. I mean, so it was, <laughs> it was a lot. It was, it was, it was, a, it was a window. There's no limit. I just didn't want to see that. Sexy time. It's very intimate. Yeah. Yeah, like, I like somebody's fingers intimate. Yeah, I like that they're back close, and this yes. was definitely an indication that they're very close. My point, you know, earlier in the season wasn't wasn't like an age thing. Yeah. It was just that they married, and that's their personal business. And I feel like this finger <laughs> lick was none of my business. <laughs> this was none of my business. But, but, the, but, the, but the sexy dance and the, I mean, the flash was was your business. So I have a different take. I don't care about that. <laughs> All I cared about was the fact that it took. It, I was taken aback. I was not expecting. And I just felt like the mood was not finger licking mood. Well, Even they, said, right said, they were eating food. I knew you going to take this too far. Well, time. they had but to the, let the, you the know way, what time it was. They like, had I, to let you know the page that they are on at this point. Because I'm about to let you know at the listen, beginning that she gets a, okay, it. It was a finger honey. suck. It was not a finger I lick. I ain't see okay. no Popeye's chicken sandwiches okay. on nobody's table. <laughs> I ain't see none of that. Hollywood whipped up something that was he made some wings. Yeah. Just as good. Okay. He made some wings in a pan. The social club going to have lots and lots of wings. And a quick finger a lick, spot. you know, some sauce off your finger. Cool. But that was like a a, a suck. That semi, like, it was just too much. I think the word suck is what well, sends it over. Every time right? you say that, it just it it's, gets it's more gross, and more. Right? It makes you uncomfortable, right? <laughs> it, gets more, it, it gets worse and worse. Well, exactly. That's how they get down. Exactly. So kudos. Let's not do this next season. <laughs> Kudos to them, you know, cute for y'all, but you know. All right, so um, we move on over to Darla and Ra. They're having a conversation that shows a really interesting dynamic. Um, Darla was taking a lot of accountability for her past actions, and in turn, Ra was showing a lot of empathy towards her. And you know, I was just really touched because you know, isn't that what love is about—the pull and pull, the give and take, the accountability and empathy? Like, right? No, love is about moving on and finding a <laughs> good partner. Finding quality uh, companionship is what love is about. Okay. Can we just give a shout out to Ralph Angel, who has had the best love speeches yeah. of all time? Yo, like, he you found can use his them words. joints. Yes. <laughs> so I will say that. He is killing the, um, the love Dude. speech. Uh, Darla said, I just want you to see me like you used to. He said, I can't. You braver. Let it sit there. You braver. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> like, oh, right. right, my man. Oh, beautiful. Stop yeah. sounding just like that. Yeah. I wish I had. I wish I had the speech in front of me because I would deliver that. I need to hear that. More can, we, can we get a separate episode More of you just doing that? Right. We go, right. We're gonna get. We're gonna do a whole seen. segment of Panama delivering Ralph Angel line. Ralph Angel lines. Yeah, not like line. like masterpiece theater. We need that. Oh, you gonna, I'll do Jimmy Dale's line. No, Jimmy no, thank you. We don't need. All right. Speaking of accountability. Micah apologizes to Charlie, not for his choice of deciding not to go to Harvard, um, but for the way he revealed it to her. And she didn't really accept it, um, which is her right. Um, but I think they're kind of in an okay place right now. I mean, they shared a sandwich. <laughs> they did share a sandwich. I think that makes everything I better. Micah was getting black. He ain't been rocking two chains our episode. He's supposed to do peanut butter and jelly. He over here Ew. making a... Sandwich with lettuce. Yeah, who does that? <laughs> what? You don't eat sandwiches with lettuce? Not when I was 18. My, I why definitely not? didn't make none. Child, arugula on a sandwich. Nah, man. When you're 18, early. all you do is arugula meat. Arugula was a meat. step too far. You you have, no, nah, bro. Ain't no who? way that sandwich was good. Come on now. What? Yeah. Yo. What you mean? Micah? Yo, in the kitchen? 
Turkey Swiss with some Bruh. Listen, honey mustard. Charlie and Mike nah. are real classy based. I'm sure exactly. they got all the premium. They got arugula. Come on. They got, and they got grape poupon. Dry. You ain't seen him. He had some brown mustard, some honey Dijon situation going on. I, I, I just need to know about whether they eat pork Wait, in that household who or not. Cuts toma- what, what dude cuts tomatoes when he making a sandwich? A real classy based one. Stop it. Never. I ain't gonna lie. I definitely never cut tomatoes on my sandwich. I never cut tomatoes on Well, I have. It is delicious. I cut tomatoes, but I be chefing. I mean, I can't, you know. Exactly. Y'all spent all last week trying to remind us that Michael was privileged and y'all don't think he cut tomatoes. He never cut his own tomatoes. I'm saying, yeah, I mean that's yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. I'm he's he he's not the make he his own sandwich like type of cat. Man. I didn't, well, I didn't have any not, problem with this scene. He seems like I'll a young man that. who appreciates a good sliced tomato. If Kiki was in there making sandwiches, I'm sure they'd have been. Now delicious. Kiki, Kiki not slicing no tomatoes. Kiki, Kiki, no, no, not slicing I'm, tomatoes not gonna, I'm not gonna do this. There's no tomatoes on Kiki sandwiches. <laughs> what are you talking about? Kiki no not tomatoes like tomatoes. What do what are you saying about Kiki? For one. Slicing tomatoes is an, is a science. It's not art. Like you have you got to use right a serrated knife. knife. You, right. you, have to, you need the right. It's a serrated Anybody knife. Who's serrated. Ever right, you need the serrated joint. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's ever tried to cut a knife with one that wasn't serrated has learned the hard way that you're going to squish a whole tomato and ruin everything. I'm just saying. I know good and well. I'm actually now that now that you say this, I'm with you on this one. Yes. When I was 18, I absolutely was not cutting not my dog on tomatoes. I was well, purely I putting and cheese and meat, and, and sliced the sandwich, and <laughs> maybe some mustard or something. Other. Maybe and sliced the sandwich in a triangle because it tastes no, better in a triangle. Fancy, definitely tastes better in a triangle. <laughs> when I was getting fancy, I toast the bread and then I'd be like, "Oh, I'm doing That's something right now." We digress. Either that or it's fried bologna or fried cheese or grilled cheese sandwiches. We digress. Anyway. Right. I over here mentioning arugula. Like <laughs> arugula is quite tasty. Is that arugula? arugula? No, I'm just. I actually I don't know what arugula is. So. Yeah, arugula is like a little people. leafy looking. I've one. heard people mention it's this before, peppery. but I'm not sure. Well, you should quite try it. Get it on. Put it on. Arugula is like West Virginia to me. I'm not quite sure it's a real thing, even though I've heard people say. Arugula is delicious. You should try it. Some people call it like ramp. I did think it was good. Getting back to our actual thank you, substance of our show. I did look job artisan. You know what I'm saying? He exactly. was job artisan. Up it was wheat bread. Wheat. <laughs> it did not look artisan. It was it wheat. Been. It was a wheat bread sandwich. It was some oats on it though. It was some oats on the bread. Here's the question. Oh, that's multi grain. That's not. So wheat. Here, right, right. multi grain. Here's, here's the important question to ask. Oh gosh. Who in that house goes grocery shopping? We have never seen help. They do Instacart delivered. Who has time in that house to pick out the stuff? They don't have that service in St. Joe's. Listen, right, Maybe right. it's Micah. You think, right, right. Who's Micah. delivering groceries over there? Like, come on. Maybe I'm just Micah does the grocery do- shopping via, uh, you know, online, and he know he got his tomatoes so he could slice them and put they them got on, his, help on his diagonally <laughs> cut sandwich with arugula. Exactly. However, comma, getting back to our podcast. Janae said. Arugula is part of this podcast. I thought. <laughs> I did think it was good that... Well, I thought it was interesting, at least, that Micah did acknowledge his yes. privilege when Charlie was saying that, you know, she wanted him to have, um, you know, all of the advantages and yada, yada, yada. And he's like, well, I already do have advantages. And he's he's making a conscious decision to go to Xavier and be where he wants to be. And, you know, go ahead. His decision making in that if he goes to Harvard, he can't help the people is just not true. If he goes to Harvard, he can still help the people. He might even be able to help them even better. I I understand that you know going to Xavier, there's a certain uh, there's certain things he can learn about himself that he can't learn about himself at Harvard. That is completely true. But he has to be open to the fact that he has to potentially 
closing some avenues unnecessarily. Can he go to Harvard Law? Depends. If he wants to. Sure. No, what I'm saying is, let's say he goes to undergrad at Xavier and decides, you know what? I want to be a lawyer. While he's there, I want to be a lawyer. I'm going to go to Harvard Law because I know that this is going to open those doors that I want to be. It's going to open all them same Harvard doors. I'm going to go to Harvard Law School. Yeah, you sure. That. Yeah, or that wouldn't go be to worse. Yale or go to Princeton or anything like that, which is a lot. Of what a lot of us at HBCUs did. We went, we did our undergrad at HBCUs, and then we took our happy asses on to these, let these folks pay for our educations at these big at these big state schools and or again, private schools. Following that logic, though, why was that decision okay for us to make to potentially quote close ourselves off to opportunities, but we did it and we don't regret it and we we saw the value in it then, but it's not an okay decision for Micah to make. The way he went about it aside, but him deciding like this is where I want to be, I know where I want to be, I know where I want to go, I know what I value, this is where I want to spend the next four years of my life, mm -hmm. period. That's what I want. I choose to go here. I don't want to go to Harvard. I don't want to go to Harvard. Well, I think you guys are like all happy with your experiences because yeah. you all have a good life and you're happy with where you're at, but you don't also think about where you could have been or where you could. Yeah, could. it doesn't matter. I feel well, like I mean, you could, you could, yeah. I you think, make I think we can all agree. So it's not, because you have a good life, you're like, well, shoot, I went to the black school. I got a good life. Everything but is I mean, good. I do it again. But, but that's but no way to. You have a great life. You have I think, a, I think we can all agree. That's no guarantee with that either. There's no guarantees in life about anything. Okay, exactly. That's the point. You got to give yourself the best opportunity. It's all about opportunity. That's just subjective. So we can all agree that Mike, that while Micah did not go about this in the best way, that he's doing what he thinks is best for him. And that's his adult decision. He's going into adulthood. This is the decision that he wants to make for his adult life. This, this, that's, that's what he's going to do. Good combo, though. He's not going to graduate. Shut up. All right. So on a lighter note, we find out what. He was my roommate, so I could wear his clothes. Sorry, <laughs> First of all, you cannot fit his clothes. <laughs> anyway, we find out what's in the box for Blue. Um, a beach ball. Man. A beach ball. Admittedly. I'm about a letdown. Admittedly. <laughs> I'm with Corey on this one. I no, was like, what? No, no. <laughs> I thought, I I thought was, Granddad was giving him like some family heirloom he could pass down or something. Like some, I don't know, some, anything. I can't even I was very, Legos I was very underwhelmed. No, but, you know, so later... Yeah, but later on at the end of the episode, we find out that the ball was inflated with Papa's breath. Aww. Yes, <laughs> so we think. We do not know he did not use a pump. Uh, that's what I assumed. Listen, I assumed that the ball was blown up with the Papa pump. Papa was a little older. My man might have grabbed one of the random pumps that was around the farm. Well, look, Blue Papa thinks. Have something better. He could Blue have, thinks uh, that the. Pocket watch or something. Blue thinks the ball was blown up with Papa's breath. So, you know. Well, we're speaking from the standpoint of, like, now we know that, that Ernest died. Like, Ernest didn't know he was about to die that when, when, he, got when blue, he got blue. When he got blue. <laughs> Still, Ella, so we're underwhelmed. There's so many better water gifts <laughs> that you can get <laughs> than a yeah, beach Ernest ball. Chose a beach water guns, a flamingo and, oh, float. Anything, man. So, if you go to the, uh, the the swim section in Walmart, there's so many better water options than a beach ball. Well, now he has the beach ball that he got from his pop-pop Ernest. That is inflated. He's got him very happy with it. He's got it. lots of fins. He been off with some floaties. They went out to go play with the damn ball. They was like, you know what? We're going to make use of this uh -huh. beach ball. He was very happy like, with it. tube would have been better. Uh, anything. At least I can relax in it. All right, so in more sinister good news, um, some people may not find this good news, but I thought it was great. Um, Aunt Vi cashes in on her favor, and Sam Landry spills all the tea on Francis. And as a result of that tea spilling, um, Miss Francis' aunt cousin 
Cousin Francis Ann Boudreaux was escorted out of a snazzy little restaurant by the cops. Love to see it. So let's let's get back. Let's talk about this tea. Let's talk about this tea because it's piping. It's piping. Chile. Um, Chile. I was excited. I was happy. To there see there that. was, was fun. yeah. There was there was so much so much tea. Um, yeah, basically, here. yeah. Francis is basically responsible for. She, she's paying Hank Miller. Hank Miller is paying. So Charlie and so just put so another black so. person in jail. I don't know yeah. how I can feel about that. Francis, stupid. We count on quadroon still. Oh, I not mean, the qu- if they can say mulatto, <laughs> hey, look, look, they established what we're doing up in here. So you know, right. but listen. Are we sure that that's all facts? Cause you know, so, Sam, you Sam, know, Sam got an agenda, y'all. So I'm gonna oh, keep he said it at the end. It did say he was trying to manipulate Charlie. Yeah, oh, no, so he, I'm gonna keep did. it a stack. He I thought maybe pond. Sam might have been behind it from the beginning and just framed Francis. Now yeah. Francis, granted, I, she ain't particularly trustworthy. Francis did look incredulous. So, but she did look like she ain't know what the but world also, Charlie was talking about. Two people confessed. Remember, they said that in the episode, like like two people, two of the people did confess. Yeah, and that's how they were like, and I'm sure. They pulled Hank, Can- uh, Hank, Hank Miller, Hank Miller, Miller Hank in Campbell. there, and they were like, it's only going to be a matter of time before he confessed. Yeah. And well, they confess you know, that they, they were paid, in. but they don't necessarily know who's paying them. They didn't necessarily ex- specify that. I yeah. mean, however, I'm, saying, I'm open to that door possibility, yeah. too. Yeah. 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 Sam orchestrated that whole situation for the get back yeah. from Which is, uh, from these people season. are like long game devious as hell. Because yeah, he even kind of lied to Vi about like, yeah, you know what, maybe We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. I mean, even in the previous episodes, because Ham hasn't, we haven't really seen a, a whole bunch of Sam this season, but even in previous episodes and trying to check up on Charlie and everything, like he's had this very conciliatory, very just humbled, you know, really trying to make things right type attitude. And then he really just showed his true colors at the end. And I'm like, wow, did you mean any of it, sir? No. Yeah. Nope. Well, see, I think that those people, that's how those kind of people yeah. are. Right? Like, They're I think. Just ruthless. He, I think he had respect for Ernest. And he knew Ernest mm-hmm. and had respect for him. But he also felt Ernest was beneath him. Yeah. And he was going to do what he wanted to do. And I think he was the same way about Charlie. Mm. He, he generally likes Charlie. If he could help Charlie, he would. <laughs> but... Ace number one is Sam. And Sam is going to take care of Sam. Yeah, every day of the week. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I thought it was slick how he, he went to Vi and was like, you keep up with Betty? Because mm-hmm. yeah. he, he, he wanted to know if she, how much she, knows. How much she knew. Yeah. Right. He was lying like hell. Yep. Uh, I ain't peeped that part. Uh-huh. Sure did. Yeah. Yeah. When the last time you talked to Betty? Yeah, so let's talk yeah, about right. that. Bitch, he is all right, good. Yeah. You don't know Sam nothing. Sam Landry, a black <laughs> hustler, man. Yeah. You got him. Yeah. Sam Landry, a black hustler, boy. Yeah. He can go way back. Yeah. You know, he has some way back. He did it. You know what I'm saying? They've been living that white life, but, you know, down the DNA. DNA let you know. We'll get back to that in the bad, but. That that it was good that Frances was. I love to see her her get her little self um, escorted out of that restaurant. But you know, Sam Landry was weirdly sitting in the restaurant. That was also weird. That, why was he there? Wait, he know. was there too. Yeah. He was there. Yeah. He was there. Yeah. He was there. Yeah. As she he was, was escorted out, he was yeah, sitting right Francis there. Left, he oh, he wow. and Charlie made eye contact and everything. Yeah. So I didn't. Wow. I, just, I didn't even know. Quite strange. The restaurant sitting well, orchestrating the, the show. That's why. Quite yeah, strange. Pulling yeah, the puppet strings. Yeah, yeah. All right. A lot of black people on the show. <laughs> so Charlie definitely put a black person in jail, though. We can't be happy about this. Cause she put her own cousin. They look black to me now. They, they do. do. Like, yes, they do. They, they do. do. They really do. Francis especially. Look, Francis you accuse somebody of being black. All of a sudden, they black. The nose yeah. look a little bit fuller. Yeah. yeah. I see it a little bit. I can see it. Francis it's like they got bronze or something. Complexion. Yeah. Uh, they just sent them to the tanner booth or you something. All of a sudden, I'm just like, I see it. I get it. 
All right, so Charlie. Racism. <laughs> <laughs> to quote Ralph Angel from right. this episode. Sir, racism. <laughs> so Charlie delivers some promising information to Joaquin about his dad and brother, about, you know, their status and what's going on with their little situation there. Um, that was nice to see. We didn't get too many details about it, um, but at least we know that Charlie was working on it. She's a politician. She's making promises she can't keep. I, I respect it. <laughs> but she still cares, unlike yeah. Romero. I mean, everybody yeah, cares. Oh, Romero come, did not come Romero back this come back. episode. He checked out. Damn, is he gone? Good, I'm glad. He, he better be not come back. Damn. He, this point, yeah, he can't come back come now. Back. He yeah, can't come back right. now. At this point, yeah, the door is closed, sir. Free Romero. Damn. Nah, Romero can stay gone. Okay, RIP Romero. Yeah, All right, yeah, and, yeah. and <laughs> I'm with that one. And in our final win of this episode, I did, I admittedly did not think she would win, but Charlie pulls through and wins the election. Councilwoman so. Bordelon <laughs> was ready for Charlie to lose because, like, 17 seconds before she won, <laughs> they just talked about she had a three three point deficit. And then all of a sudden, so I was, you know, I was packing up my own little campaign <laughs> party. I was like, all right, well, I guess we out. You know, that's cool, but we'll get him next time, Tiger. And then she pulls it out. When 98% of the precincts reporting, they're going to call it for Charlie. I was like, wait, what the hell just happened? Yeah, it was quick. It happened. But I was saying It's Joe. like 13 people I in St. Joe's. St. Joe's like, small. I, mean, I guess they got Did one person show up and was like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and change quick. the game. Look, they definitely hand counting. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and it, it goes fast. How many people yeah. live there? How many people live there? Right. Like, it's like 3%. Yeah. Yeah. 3%, 25 people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely want to know the breakdown of St. Joe's. I definitely need to know the breakdown. I need to know how many people in this city because I've always been under the impression it's not that many. small town. Probably a couple Everybody is either a Landry or board alone. But there's a couple parts of town. Oh, I mean, so we know there's the black part of town. We, we, know we learned there was a, a Latinx part yeah, of town. Right, yeah. We just learned that in season four. And then, you know, wherever the, uh, the Landry Boudreaux live. In the gated part. No, there's no gates around plantations. <laughs> Some gates. There's no <laughs> gates around plantations. The white part at the front. It's class divided and racially divided city, apparently. I always thought it was a town. This is more of a city at this point. With the the, the different number, there's well, it's there's a parish, right? It's a parish, but so no, like she a, was so she won city council, so though. like a county. That's true. She won the city council though. Like it was a she won the St. Joe City Council, right, right? Right. So it wasn't like she won like the county. Like she wasn't like a county administrator or something. Like yeah. she was like the city council for St. Joe. Okay, that's true. So I'm just saying, I, I need I want to know what the city looked like. Well, Somebody need to get on Wikipedia. Well, the St. Joe's parish, and it could also be St. Joe, yeah. a city. So, like, in Baton Rouge, we have East Baton Rouge Parish, which comprises most of Baton Rouge. But there are other, like, Bakers in... Bakers in East Baton Rouge Parish, maybe. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. like, Baton Rouge is the city in the parish, but there are other, like, there are other, like, where's... I'm, I'm only thinking of Baker, because I know people yeah, from Baker. Yeah, yeah. I know it's, like, right north right of where y'all yeah, from. Yeah, it's right yeah, next to right where, next where you're from, yeah, right? So, so that's in East Baton Rouge Parish. There are... But there are Baton Rouge City Council people. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. That's what I'm saying. So there's St. Joe's City... Yeah, I mean, but depending on the makeup, though, I mean, the city could be bigger than, I than the county almost. Because I mean, cause I Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta has five counties, you know. No, nah, but it's the Atlanta City Council. That's only the that's only I'm, the Atlanta but, City, though. But I'm just saying. So we were talking about the population, though. Like St. Joe's could be rather large, hmm. you know, just because it's it's the city and not the parish doesn't mean that it's smaller. But the city of Atlanta is only in Fulton, and the small part is in DeKalb County. The actual city of Atlanta is only in Fulton. 
Okay. And in a very small part of the cab. I had to get my map out. All right. Yeah. Well, kudos to Charlie. I still yeah, want to yeah. I still want a butt. The cab called Fulton and Clayton. Very. No, I don't know what y'all talking no, about. No, no, no. None of those Atlanta does not extend the metro. You saying Jadakus lied to me? He said, he said, he said, decap, Cobb, Fulton, and Clayton. D- what he say? Okay, decap. The first one. Decap. Decap. That's how he said it. Oh, man. The actual city, the actual city proper of Atlanta is in Fulton. Maybe they have annexed a small part of Clayton. And there is a part of Decap County that's, that is Atlanta City. Okay. But the vast majority is in Fulton. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's Fulton, Fulton is, is Atlanta. Okay. Still on my t-shirt and my button. And the button. Charlie and so moving counts. on to the bad, that Frances Boudreaux. So now that we know that Charlie has won her position, that Frances Boudreaux, before she got arrested, she was <laughs> stopping at nothing to try and get her little funky agenda pushed through. Um, I just, I honestly can't believe that she even would try it. Like she just acted like they have had no prior negative interactions. She acted like everything was sweet. I just don't understand why she thought that that was ever, did she think that was going to work? I mean, she was white for a whole season, <laughs> so she got to believe that that's what. No, no, no. she was white her whole life. You know, well, what I'm saying? Saying, like, since, since we met her, like we met no, her. I'm just saying, like you know, when you white your whole life, sometimes you think it's gonna work out. I mean, I don't think she necessarily thought it was gonna work as far as keeping her, you know, in jail. I think maybe she was just trying to, you know, drum up more opposition. Well, to no, her I, I mean the the whole meeting conversation that she was having, like, oh, uh, like, but did she think that was gonna work, like, sis? Maybe. What? I think she did. Um, Maybe, yeah. I mean, because I think people think money can, you know, influence even the best of yeah. people. Or so power. It, or just the idea, like the power. I think yeah. the power is more important. Yeah, that's all she's used to, to dealing with. Yeah. Everybody's rich. Yeah, everybody's got a price. Everybody has yeah, everybody's got a price. Exactly yeah, that's basically what, what it is. Yeah. Like, you know, you can have good intentions when you sign up for these political gigs, but once you get in there and they start throwing... That money and that power at yeah. you, you start. She like, was, yeah. she was so highlighted with the you can maybe. rebuild your mill. She was so sure of herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was so sure I don't of herself. Need this mill no yeah. more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was pretty confident. Almost like she didn't burn down the mill. Yeah, <laughs> right. okay. All right, <laughs> and, and, and maybe she, maybe maybe she did. But other people maybe tried. To, other people tried to bribe her again later in the episode. So Listen. she was the only one who thought that. Right, that's the game. That I mean, right? That's the game. That's the game. Absolutely, that absolutely happened later on. All right, so more bad. So before we had the glory of seeing cousin Francis Carter off to jail. We had to see Charlie go first. <laughs> we did. <laughs> she, they arrested her for arson with the intent to fraud, and hate to see it. Um, but she got right out though. She did. She, she did. I lawyer. mean, they didn't have anything. They didn't they have didn't anything. Didn't have anything. It didn't make any sense. It was just a lazy attempt. To yeah. She got to make a speech. Yeah. She got to make a speech. I hate it. I actually she worked hated out it. in the end. I yeah, thought yeah. it was. If I had a compact, right. so yeah. she could show, put her face on. You stupid. I go out there and see the reporters. Noticed the. Well, why would if why would Vi's compact work for Charlie? Charlie. Yeah, totally, totally <laughs> hey. What's happening? Oh, she's another student for a mirror. I, I just guess. thought she needed the mirror. Okay. I, I did, too. She was going to straighten up a couple strands. Okay. okay. I did notice the when she was giving her speech, the positioning of everybody behind her on the steps. I thought that was cute. Like, mm-hmm. everybody, like we holding her down, sis. Mm-hmm. So I, I see you. Yeah. So United Front. More intentional, intentional placement. Um, Ralph Angel was on one. <laughs> yeah. He was on one. I enjoyed that, one. to be honest. Yeah. I actually enjoyed that. Honestly, I wanted him to stop. I was like, if you don't sit 
Oh, he right. definitely about to get arrested. Oh, you about to go right back a, into the prison. He was but looking I ten years it. old, right? I'm like, you are look, you are acting like a child right now. Sit down. I got oh, no. it. I'm ready to I, say, Robert, sir, racism. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to do that. Like, I'm ready to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. at the no. police station though. Nah, that, <laughs> I mean, it was, yeah, it was not was the best place to do it, but on television, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. it was great. The police are very crooked. Do not do it at the police station. All right, Ralph Angel fed up. I mean, he had one for everybody. He was like, "Ain't nobody talking to you, Nova." He wasn't. Ain't nobody talking to you. No, so child, it was so like it was so like little brotherish. It was so it was, little brotherish. Like to me, it was just very on brand. It was very little brother. It made sense that Ralph nobody's Angel talking to you, Nova. Would behave in this racism, manner, and I stand. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, was, I really did. Yeah, I, I enjoyed. I sir, racism. <laughs> I like I like, I like that. I, I, I did too. If I'm being honest, I rewound that a few times. Me too. And I need to, I need to work stuff. this into my uh, my daily my daily routine. Yeah. And the last thing I have on my list, Parker Campbell. Mm, 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 mm. Wait, Sam. Guys, wait, you called it Nova 2.0? No, uh, Charlie 2.0. Yeah. Oh, no, Park, Charlie 2.0. Parker yeah. Campbell. Sam Landry. That was quite what the twist. In the hell. There's just there's there's so many things. First of all, might I note that Miss Parker Campbell was bad. Okay. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah, I immediately fan. thought I was like, if Charlie don't slide into my DM soon next season, I'm gonna have somebody else. You stupid. <laughs> but when Sam Landry sauntered into that room, I it's just so many more questions. Okay, so back to the diner when yeah. he was talking to Vi. We're assuming that this is Betty's. This is Betty's daughter. So right. he meant. So, so he was lying. Yeah, he was acting like he hadn't seen them. Hadn't heard from so her. So when a while. we were at the diner, he asked. He asked Vi. How how's Betty? How's Betty? How's, how's she Betty? doing? And um, Vi had to, you know, go through the. Oh, you know, she she got married. She had yeah. a daughter. She her daughter tired. went to. Yeah. When she said she didn't know, then that opened up the whole other part of Sam's plan because yeah. he knew at that point that that nobody uh, knew that Vi wasn't keeping up with Betty, so that. Also, they didn't know that Sam was in touch with his daughter, Parker. Right. Yeah, yeah. But we learned that she went to Spelman. She also went to Wharton, Wharton Business School. So Charlie ain't the only one with a business school degree at this point. Sort of point. what we're talking about, what we talked about earlier, you know, the HBCU off into the uh, to the Ivy. Yeah, yeah. Spelman. Shoot, Charlie said, Charlie said, you don't know me. And she said, oh, you, and don't, know you don't know me. So, Ooh. I mean, that it seems like Charlie's oh, yeah, going to have some, oh, some, some, have some viable hands Parker, Parker, Parker Campbell Parker is not. I mean, both. I think it's going to go both. Both ways, but I think she's pa- going to give Charlie. Parker seems so a- cutthroat and aggressive. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Charlie, might just be like in Charlie though. She like, said, "Oh, but we'll just take your farm." Yeah. I was like, oh. Parker, the, 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 the letter of intent has been sent. Baby girl, Listen, she got all, all her plans, but I suggest that uh, Parker get Hulu. And oh, I, listen, I, look, the oh, upgraded Hulu is so she can skip the commercials uh-huh. and get through it real fast and catch up on what Charlie be up to. Because Charlie be putting in that work. Don't mess with Charlie Board alone. It's the wrong one. Did y'all peep the, like, the mm-hmm. black girlisms isms that, that Parker was doing? Like oh, all the yeah, extra, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. See, Park, all of that. Park, she was taunting her, though. She was like, yeah, I don't do all that. I'm above that, right? She well, was yeah, like, uh, yeah. Parker, Parker got an advantage, though. She got the system with her. So not only do she have the aggressiveness and the tenacity and the intelligence, she's going to have the system with her. Because Charlie tried to appeal to the black girl in her, telling her that she sold her soul, yada, yada, yada. She's like, sis, this ain't got nothing to do about selling no soul. I'm playing for the team that's the winning, winning. And it's not you, your foot. Right, which is a very important thing to note when doing business like yeah, that. Yeah, know it's who you're a, dealing I don't, with. I don't care about that. I'm trying 
trying to win. Yeah. If you only care about winning, you already won. When people are out here worried about and that's, saving that the people, that tells you a lot. Yeah. Like they yeah. out here trying to be all in the video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. Parker was like, you better come to death row. <laughs> like, yeah. You better come to death row out so here. So it tells but you a lot about what, try, like, she's not going to be able to appeal to this woman's morality or, you know, any sense of her community or blackness or, blackness right. or whatever. Like that she, yeah. she can go there right with you. She was My right goodness. there with her. Ooh, Sam yeah, right there. Just, yeah, yeah, she's like Bizarro Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, she's looking like in the mirror right there. You know what I'm saying? She's like, tethered. Yeah. Oh yeah. So what other questions did this like raise for y'all? Where's the mama? Okay. Who's the mama? Betty. Yeah. 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 How did I know Betty? That, I, that, that definitely was like who yeah. Betty I want to learn more exactly about that. It seemed like it might have been an old homegirl right, of yeah, a vibe. Yeah. yeah, I got that um, kind of impression of and so, family or maybe I was wanting to know if it seems like Betty and Avi were friends. Why did Aunt Vi? It seems like she covered for Sam. Why she? Yeah. Why she let this go in this long? She could have been cut nip this in the bud. Like, well, I mean, they made that clear though. Like Sam Landry's father wasn't gonna. Be, they weren't gonna let that that go. Like yeah. he was gonna be cut off. No, from his Vi family. right. I understand. But if if, well, if Vi was if Vi was Betty's friend. Then what was her allegiance to Sam and 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 coming up? I don't know that it was. Sam said, Sam said we could have all lived together. At he one said point. maybe in another. T- so apparently, so like they were all friends. What is who was all? Well, no. Just the three of them, or somebody else? He seemed like he was yeah. rolled out, and then you know, exactly. like Sam was able to. Sam knows Ernest. Yeah. Like, like I think they were friends. Yeah, yeah. It sounded like they were. Or friends. I mean, at least they or all they came up together. They were friendly. Yeah, they knew each other. His comment of maybe at another time we could have all he like he included by in the all. Well, I don't know that the all. I think he was referring to. Betty and his daughter. Nah, nah, because he was. I, I thought he was referring to Vi. Yeah, he included Vi. I thought he was, thought he was talking about everybody. Yeah, he was including Vi and the all. So I was like, so oh. clearly we they were all been the same. We could have yeah. all gone to, you know. Yeah, another time. We could all live together. together. Yeah. I thought it was just in reference to this. So this baby mama and this daughter that he has lost contact with and has never, you know, been in touch with. Now that they, well, now we know that. So I thought that maybe I don't know. Maybe seemingly Betty was like. Maybe he really right. loved Betty, and maybe Betty really loved him. Oh, it doesn't seem like he really cared for Betty. Right, and so maybe I think... Maybe they still meet every week. Apparently so. 104 mm-hmm. at St. Joe's Holiday Inn Express. Sam Landry Daddy wasn't about to be with it. It could have possibly meant retribution and consequences for Betty. And so rather than them staying in St. Joe, they left. Vi had a hand in it because apparently, I guess, she convinced Sam's dad that it was just a rumor, I guess, that he got some black girl pregnant in St. Joe. When in actuality we found out that it was true, so I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe that speaks to the point that maybe they were all friendly. If I even had an opportunity to speak to Sam Landry's dad, yeah. like mm-hmm. why would she even feel obligated to? You know, they might have well, all been know, friends. I was going to say. I mean, what it sounds like to me, honestly, is they were just they were homies. Yeah. They were legitimately all and friends. And a time that didn't and really facilitate the that. The favor was but, don't say nothing about this. Like you know, because they were cool, and that maybe that yeah. separated them. But like, I'm a, I'm gonna keep this. Right. But we ain't we can't be people like we used to be. Like there just there was just a separation that occurred at some point when I mean that and maybe just the natural division <clears throat> and just the path that Sam was going and you know evolving with the Landry enterprise and you know the the learning even more about maybe the history between the Landrys and the Bordelones just didn't really allow yeah. them to maintain a friendship. Because even you know even if even if like Sam and Aunt Vi have gone two separate ways, mm-hmm. there's still an, a significant affinity there. Yeah. 
on his part for Aunt Vi. Like they genuinely like you're right. You could feel like they were. Even the way she talks to him, she talked to him like he. She ain't called above him her. baby like, once. Right, just, this yeah. her people. Like you know, like you know, this yeah. is even when they fell into the familiarity of it. Mm-hmm. It was very much like she's talking to anybody else. She's yes. talking to she him. She called like, him baby once. And right, I was like, that's like, the homie. Yeah. Like I did this for you. I did this, but I'm calling in this favor now. You know, yeah. like I, you owe me. And he's like, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> you. I do. I actually do. <laughs> so I feel and like I they probably, to. when they were younger, they're mm-hmm. all the same. They yeah. were probably, you know, they all still run together and hang together yeah, as long as long as they were allowed to. Yeah, I definitely got that impression. And then when it time, came time to be adults and the money came into the picture mm-hmm. and power and all that stuff, they kind of had to go their separate ways. But it might know. have been like one of those things, like maybe like they, they probably like worked for their family or something at one point. So like maybe... You know, he has a familiarity with them from, like, working on, on, on their farm or some, something like that. I mean, if you grew up in St. Joe, they could have very well went to school together. They could have. I don't know if they had separate schools at that point. They're they so old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they clearly lived in the same areas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That time. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Not in St. Joe. I mean, but keep in mind, like, the borderline land is... Wasn't it surrounded by the Landry land to some degree? Like they, I think something like that. They, it's yeah, probably I mean, it's probably like was a, a part of the land. There's like a carve out for them mm-hmm. that's so in there like, somewhere. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like there's these connections are way deeper more, than yeah. we might. So I expect right. we'll, know. we'll probably learn more about that next I'm season. I'm the only one that knows everything. Oh, cannot wait. Yeah, well, clearly I mean, not so everything. So did, so did Vi know that they were cousins? I mean, because I don't think she knew that. Well, that's what I've been wondering. I think Sam probably knew though. I think they knew because there had to me there well, hasn't been enough knows. attention paid to that like this cross lineage of yeah, like Bordelones and Landry's <gasps> being related. Maybe she didn't know they were cousins. Maybe they were, but like now we do. Yeah. yeah, now we do, and nobody said anything. So I can't imagine that that was a shock. Especially no. like I said, Vi has known about all of this history of the Bordelones, yeah, right. and so I can't imagine that she had no idea yeah. that there had been some crossover it wasn't even in the past. Line. It was like the yeah. I'm about to say, even if yeah. it isn't, even if she okay. didn't know definitively, it is. Isn't news to her either. Yeah. Like it's oh that I guess that is true kind of thing as opposed mm-hmm. to wow this is really nah she knows I'm know where all the bodies buried. Yeah, I want to see that built Except out. Except for her sister, she well, did not uh, know where well, she was buried. Well, well that's that's Ernest's sister. sister. But I was gonna say they asked Prosper Who's instead sister? of asking on Vi. On Vi might be like oh yeah over that ain't corner. nobody's sister in law. Oh, in law. Well, Trudy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, we're talking, right. about, we're talking about Trudy. I'm just saying yeah. they, they asked Prosper as opposed <laughs> to asking on Vi. On Vi. Yeah. Right. So Nova went straight to him and. Um, I might have been like, well, you know, I heard, I heard, you know, I heard Ernest talking to himself in a certain place every day at 315. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, you know. That's good detective work. I mean, Nova knows how to do it. I don't huh? know. For some reason, I really, they got to come up with a better reason for why a mother would not want her kids to know that she's actually buried in the backyard. But we'll get there. Like we'll, that get there. Was, we'll get there in the Nova. I'm gonna get All a right. Strong so so, so to your point, let's move on over to the Nova. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Nova, you know, through this whole series, Nova has done so, like you almost kind of at this point, kind of for at least me, kind of forget all the trash that Nova has been. I, I was forget. I was vehemently calling Nova trash at the beginning of this ep- the beginning sure of the season, and now I'm like, wait a minute, she's trash. Like I keep forgetting <laughs> she's trash, right? I'm. I guess I'm upset at the fact that she just kind of like slid back in there, like snaked her little way back in there. I'm not, I'm not going to make it a thing. I just want to let it be said that I do not appreciate <laughs> how Nova just slid herself back up in the good graces of now three people. Well, you know, we mentioned before how she's, you know, used some sort of either traumatic experience or, some, or something 
to facilitate her access back into these people. She's like, manipulative. So with Charlie, it was, you know, her getting drunk and her having to come in and, and get her, you know, down, go down to the bar and, and, and grab her up. For Aunt um, Bye, it was the stuff with Jimmy Dale. And for Ralph Angel, it was the mother's journal mm-hmm. that she used, you know, when Ralph Angel, granted, I will say, I do appreciate her opening with the fact that she wanted to apologize rather than the jokes and the key keys. Mm-hmm. But she did also use the mother's journal as leverage when Ralph Angel wasn't particularly receptive. And so she's been able, like, it's it's worked out in her favor that mm-hmm. she's had these other external things to use in addition to her apology to make people more receptive Absolutely. to what she's trying to say. Absolutely. That's a perfect framing. She's had these three distinct opportunities mm-hmm. to get back in with the three people most important to her. Mm-hmm. And like Panama said last week, I don't think she's learned. Mm. You know, I think, and you know what? I'm okay with it. Because, <laughs> because it's more important for the people who have forgiven her to forgive her. Sure. That, that's a weight to put down for them. Sure. And she didn't exactly earn it, but she doesn't seem like she's the type of person who's really going to earn it. So if you love her and you don't think she's going to do it again, it's almost worth just going ahead and dropping it. I and mean, fine. It's going to be Nova. Like, Nova is still Nova. Nova going Nova. Don't. Yeah. Hey, tune in next, next season. Hey, Nova she, going she to got, Nova She got more. the new papers coming. She said <laughs> she's writing some new. Uh, but but we, got a, we got a few words this week that, to me, make me feel a little bit better. First, the actual, I'm, the words, I'm sorry. Me, yes. You know, that goes a long way. Even the, though it took her forever to get there. It took her a long time to get to that piece of the of the conversation with Ralph, with Ralph Angel, but she said it. Also, the words, let me, let me work to earn, let me work to yes. do this. I want to fix this and acknowledging that, like, we can't do it all at once. It's not going to be fixed overnight. The, the re-earning of trust, understanding that, like, it's going to take some time to get there. So, to that extent, I'm willing to give Nova credit for that and her acknowledgement and understanding that she still has work to do. Um, but I get everybody's uh, yeah. sentiments. Of I mean, definitely skill. I appreciate, like you said, the accountability and the atonement that she put forth. But, for example, with the Ralph Angel thing, she's, she comes over there and leads with, you, let me say sorry. And it took sis forever. I mean, it's better than how she showed up last time. Yeah. To say the word Heard sorry. Heard you giving out second chances. Well, she had to circle back. Right. She had to circle back to the apology because Ralph Angel was about to kick her off the farm again. And then she had to pull out the, the journal to, to keep her to gra- grab a seat. Plus, he told her, don't nobody, ain't nobody ask her nothing. No, <laughs> what he said, whatever he said. Why do I talk about you, Nova? Nova. Nova. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, racism. All right, so, so we touched on that. So now, did I? I don't know if I missed something. Maybe it was just me. Nova and Calvin are moving in together. Apparently so. Yeah, might as well. Yeah, it's, well, sure. it's logical step. I mean, I mean sure. Were, I just going to get serious. I just didn't know we were there. Not a question. I just, yeah. I'm I about just, to make some more light skinned children for the borderline family because yeah. the whole family is basically getting real light skinned. You know what? Seriously, <laughs> think about it. It seems like, it like it's been going in cycles. I mean, you know, there was some light skinnedness, and then they got dark, uh-huh. and now you know it's a it's like listen. They a regular American family. It's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be some mixing and about, some blending. About to look like America in twenty fifty. That's, that's what happens. Well, they said that um, that they're getting a place. They said, he said it's close to his kids and it's close to the ninth ward. And so okay. I guess maybe in committing 
to embarking on this journey towards okay. happiness. And you know what? She does <laughs> she does start introducing him to family. Yeah, that happens. She doesn't give she doesn't give I'm him a title. So messy. She said <laughs> she, <wait. laughs> she said I've read all about I mean, so I, much I heard. I've heard so much about uh, you. Right. Messy okay. boots. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Charlie told her to go get her black her back blown out though. A couple yeah, episodes the, ago. Yeah. She told her to go get she it. She said so. don't hurt him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, said he I'm, could take it. Okay, I well, as long, I, I, listen, I just want to make sure that I wasn't missing something because I just, I was just like surprised. I was like, oh, they're, we're, we're apartment shopping. Okay, it's happening. All right. Well, so you know, in in a strange turn of events, we actually see that Nova is consulting other people about family history. Look at that. Yeah, she did. Look, prosper, look at info. that. And that info. Oh my God, that is not the same as consulting people about family history. Well, it is. What though, is it? Because here's the thing, though. Let's be real. Had she, she wasn't had she, there. If she had that info, that, that. it would have made it. It would have. It would have been in her book that her mother was buried on the land. The the, right, the book sure, is sure called Blessing. Like it would have been part of her book. Okay, I'm absolutely sure. Well, she would have had to talk to cousin Martha first. Right, because that's so the only. But if she does some actual research instead of writing a book without talking about it, she might have found out that she had it. All I'm saying is that she consulted instead of just taking the information and trying to go find herself. She consulted. She asked questions. What is, what, is what, what is it? What is it? What is it, Corey? Look, dude, so the other stuff you were asking her to consult about, so there's no need for her to consult about things she see for herself. This case, she didn't see it. She wasn't there with Ernest. She wasn't there walking through the yard with Ernest. So she had to ask whoever was there. She wasn't there for a lot of things that she wrote in her book. Literally oh. consulting him. She consulted him about where... It's not even a semantic thing. This is literally what it's literally right, what, yeah. Yeah. words we, mean things. We've okay. had this conversation a couple times. All right, and so <laughs> yeah. so the consultation leads us to finding True's grave. And yeah, boom. I don't know so bad. I gave Nova props. That's actually kind of a little bit of credit for finally doing what she exactly. should have did the first time. But well, this is a situation you didn't have an option, so this don't you don't get credit for for taking the only option. So you give her have. credit or not? Which 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 you want? Which, <laughs> no, which one? No, she don't deserve. I, I'm, All right, so don't give. She don't deserve. Corey said, for, "Don't give Nova the credit." For Fine, the only option take she it has, back. She don't have no all right. Option. Corey hates love for you. I was going to find it on her own. It's eight acres. All right, be looking all year. So get so snatch <laughs> snatch the credit back, because Corey said so. The credit that I just gave Nova, Corey said, snatch it back. Y'all heard that? Don't give her that credit. All right, so that leads us to finding True's grave, and. Alas, Nova is a hero. Everyone's in white, surrounding the grave. I'd love to see it. I hope they were going to brunch after or something. Because it was, I mean, you don't wait. That's a, I mean, it's a nice outfit. Hollywood had on a white hat. They got to be going to brunch. They got to go somewhere. They got They got to be going to the real spot to go get some they, they going something. To, no, they going to Avaz. Where else they going to go? <laughs> yeah, because it's not like they didn't have a funeral and stuff before. I mean, like this is this is just like an impromptu. Well, let's get together and like dedicate this but spot. No, it wasn't yeah. impromptu. They all had white. Like yeah. somebody, somebody had to go watch the white outfit. Somebody had to go to H and L. Somebody had to go. Yeah, yeah. Impromptu is not quite the word, but it's like a. It was an in between ish type of service. It was this an acknowledgement of the gravesite, like like a dedicate, like a like consecration. Like a, like a consecration. Like a consecration. <laughs> <laughs> Do we feel like maybe she should have Doug to confirm this or should Not, we? I don't think no, that that's necessary. No, no, you don't want to find. And, and even, <laughs> if, even if she yeah, isn't I mean, buried there, I mean, it can still be a memorial. Yeah, what? and recognizing Dude. that this is this spot where, you know, her favorite flowers are. It's right near Blue's Corner. Like, if, if this is a place that we can go and remember true, then by all means, all I think that that's right. great. And they got to wear all white. <laughs> and they go to brunch. Okay. Any okay. reason we're all white is a good day. And finally, we, <laughs> we see that our good sis Nova is embarking on a new literary project. And 
The True Papers. Yeah. Um, I'm nervous. Is that the name of it? Yeah, that's what she called it. The True Papers. Really? I, yeah. I missed that part. Okay. I'm nervous and excited. Why should be afraid? To, uh, to, uh, I'm, not, I'm excited, man. It's to see what's in these True Papers. And we will find that out next season, I guess. I guarantee everybody's like, let me read this first. Well, first. So, so. As long as it's okay. the truth, I'm going to be My name is in this chapter. I want to see it. So, leading up to the big reveal of, you know, the True Papers and, um, you know, showing where all of the characters have ended up you know following the events of the season you hear kind of nova in the background uh reading from this new the, at least the beginning part of this literary project and so i think that it's it was interesting to me that she ended that this particular paper or this particular book or novel or whatever it's going to be is dedicated to her mom and she ended the you know her little monologue from the book with um you know, my family is my beating heart. I will honor them first and foremost, learning for the, learning from their bravery and, and growing from my own. And then she said, thank you for guiding me, Mama. And then we saw, you know, the gravestone for true. And then I thought it was interesting, if you think about it, the beginning of this season where she had went to her dad's grave mm -hmm. to pray for guidance and strength as she, you know, goes through this journey to get people to see the truth. And then we come out at the end of the season where ultimately it was her mother, or at least she feels that it was her mother who guided her to the space that she's in now. Um, you know, she's been through the journey. She, you know, went, you know, did what well, guess what she set out to do but she ended up finding new clarity um not just for herself but not just for her family but also you know and gaining a better understanding of her mother as well so i thought that that was interesting how you know they kind of tied that all together mm -hmm. um so, yeah, I mean, she said a lot of the right things. It seems like she's taking a different approach with this particular book so. that she did with Blessing and Blood, um, you know, understanding that her family and realizing now that her family means a lot to her. You know what Nova didn't do? She did not apologize to Darla. No, she has not apologized to Darla. And she deserves it the most, right? Yeah. I mean, because yeah. her no. life was the most disrupted. She got two chapters, basically. By the book. The book really, really did a number on her. Like, people at her... People at work, it's affecting her professionally. You know, uh, I mean, when you dude, do, why was she in the book in the first place? When she you do bad, you get bad. <laughs> why is Darla in the book? Because Blue's a part why of the family. Why Darla get a whole chapter? And That's a good question. She, she's, Ralph, she's Ralph Angel's ba baby Never mama. wife. She's, and, 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 and let Nova tell it, they ain't even related. So why is Darla in the book? Well, I don't think, when she wrote the book, did she know that Ralph Angel? Yeah, she, oh, she wrote, wrote a whole yeah, chapter yeah, yeah, that yeah, Ralph Angel ain't you. Blue's daddy. Well, so, yo, that, that, that play <laughs> why, is Dar why is Darla in Even the book? Even in the book, in the first place. Because she's around and she impacts. She's Ralph Angel's. Darla has no business. Why is it in Nova's book? About the family. Darla does not belong in the book. And there. another thing uh, about the true papers, I which I appreciated, it. she said that she was starting with herself oh, with this book. Oh, look at that! That makes you feel better. Yeah, I, I want to give, I wanna give uh, credit to if Darla. If she with Darla, do you still feel good? Or yeah, not, tell your not, own business. Don't tell other people. Right. fade on site when they was at the yeah. witch call because Darla had the mean face on when they were sitting at the campaign joint. You know who we didn't hear from too? We never heard from Reagan Gomez. Like, yeah, was she in the book? I don't think she was in there. No. Well, she went to the book sign and she... Cree Summer was one sentence. Yeah, I don't think Reagan... No, I don't think she point. made it. I mean, if we know one thing, is that Nova struggles with accountability. Yes. So she probably didn't include anything that would make her look unseemly 
even in the space where she included about Calvin, she got praised for that. Like, every, who hasn't done this, girl? Oh, yeah, you're right. We all out here smashing married cops. We got it. So, you know, like, she, she probably left herself not. a little bit of room to not be. That's why she has to start with herself going forward because Nova is trash. Well, anything yeah. else? I think that's it. That is all I have for the good, the bad, and the Nova. We will be back with our evictions. I'm Robert Borden. Welcome back to Bourbon and Borderlands on the Black Tastic Podcast Network. We are back with our our evictions on the season finale. Um, I yeah. am. <laughs> I am. I am tired of y'all. So it's a little different. We don't have a new episode next week to ha- to give advice and make predictions for, but this is going to be our evictions for next season. Um, what we think is going to be coming for our characters on Queen Sugar Season 5. Any advice we have going over into the next season? So I'll let Jabri kick us off. What you got for us? What's happening in Season 5? Well, all right. So my advice is to uh, the newly introduced Parker Campbell. Mm. Parker Campbell, you need to... Ask some people about <laughs> Charlie Boyd alone. Ask like, about me. You know what I'm saying? She need, to, she need to put her ear to the streets. I don't think she respects the streets too much, <laughs> but she need to learn. Okay? Especially around St. Joe's, what she's accomplished in her short amount of time. You know, I, I joked earlier, she need to uh, get her Hulu subscription uh, paid up. <laughs> go back and check out season one through three. All right, she overcame all types of stuff, and she fought the people, and she's not about to give up just because y'all done threatened her. She's going to double down, and she's going to come through. Um, my prediction, in addition to that prediction, is that Blue's ball's going to deflate. <laughs> <laughs> you they don't last forever. There's going to be a whole emotional trauma around that. But, nah, but in all seriousness, my prediction is that Sam burned down that damn mill. He been playing checkers, not chess. That uh, that phrase has been all over Twitter. I'm not sure everybody knows exactly you what mean it means. Chess, not checkers. That's a. You said checkers, yeah, not chess. You said it wrong. <laughs> I mean, I maybe say, it works. I did say <laughs> maybe it works. I'm saying. I mean, he might be playing checkers on a whole nother level now. But obviously, I meant chess, not checkers. Um, and you know, he had a hand in. You know, he was the first one to show up at the. You remember when uh, Charlie was trying to sneak in her ugly yeah. cry? Yep. And he was there. Um, you know, he'd been around uh, from the beginning in people's ear, even about Francis. Like, hey, you know, watch out for Francis. She crazy. <laughs> but uh, all, all the time, all the time it was him he needed to watch out for. And, um, yeah, so Sam, I think he had his hand in all of this. Uh, he's the one uh, hiring folks to put bricks through windows. He the one getting folks deported. I, I, I think it's all back on Sam. So that's my prediction. Okay. Panama? Yeah, so I have some advice and a prediction. My advice is from Micah. Take your ass to class. Yeah. Hmm. It can be very easy to miss out on one of them bio 101 classes and just go hang out outside. You know, it can get real easy to get distracted. My biology classes always be at 8 in the morning. And listen, 
Kiki, Always. Kiki, how, how far is Tulane from uh, from Xavier? Oh, do you know? Maybe like five, four or five miles. Not even that far. That's oh, a really? long way. That's yeah. a long way when you in college. Oh, that's <laughs> four, four miles. Not, listen, with, not with Uber. Listen. <laughs> with the little scooters, you can hop on Mike, yeah. Mike is showing up to college. He done brought sand to the beach, and that's good. Well, first off, that's Mike good. probably got a car, I'm sure. That's good. Yeah. But you know that's what? Also, he got the Lambo, whatever yeah, yeah, that he got him. He's been pulled yeah. over in it. I believe he has a car. Yeah, that four miles is nothing for him. Well, Mike about to be a star on campus for them little for what he does have. Micah, Micah about to show up in a whole new ball game. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be Kiki's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Micah. That's true. Stay focused. <laughs> that boy, and my advice to to Micah is to stay focused, boy. It's it's rough out here in these streets. My prediction, we're gonna see some wedding bells for Darlin' Ralph Angel. Oh, oh, it's gonna happen. So oh, it's gonna happen. I don't know if they're gonna devote much storyline to their actual uh uh nuptials because they probably can't afford much. <laughs> it's gonna be a very small wedding on par. It ain't gonna be even what Aunt Vi and Hollywood had. Who can't afford it? Ralph Angel, Caking, is he? Amy, I don't. He ain't got no. Problem. Ralph Angel was about to go to hit, the, hit them soybeans. He a, Remember, he's he about to hit them soybeans. He owns the uh, entire sugar farm. Uh, farm. Oh, that's yeah. making no money because no sugar. The, right? the, the meal is burned down. To, yeah. I mean, he, he got the soybeans. He milled some of it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that. I don't know that Ralph. Ralph Angel might be be putting money away. But my man spring cleans once every three years. He's spending <laughs> on them outfits. He's spending on his uh, farm coat. Nah, he gets all that from Walmart. He gets dicky straight from Walmart, bro. He do it the way we used to do it. So anyway, I, I just see wedding bells in their future, and, and that would be adorable. Adorbs, even. Adorbs. All right, Shawnees, what you got for us? You know, I'm I'm kind of stuck. You know, I was throwing a couple curveballs, but I do I do just have a word of advice for, for good sis Nova. I just really want you to go back and apologize to Darla. Mm-hmm. What is the problem with that, Corey? And matter of fact, I don't care. <laughs> I, I just want her to apologize to <laughs> Just apologize to Darla. Like, she's been getting over, you know, on, she got over on Charlotte, she got over on Vi, she even got over on Ralph Angel with this manipulative, you know, taking advantage of emotional moments. And, and weaseling her way back in. And I was blind to it, but I see you now, sis. I see you, <laughs> and I, I don't appreciate it. You need to apologize to Darla. You affected her the most. Um, apologize. It, it, expeditiously. Not, not taking 30 years to do so after you announce that you're going to do it. That's it. Yeah, um, I think that I do think that long overdue conversation with Darla and Nova is probably going to happen or at least needs to happen in season five. She really needs to to really come to grips with that and, 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 look, and face Darla because that was messed up. But um, my prediction is for Charlie, and I am really not, but I am looking forward to seeing her and Miss Parker Campbell go head-to-head next season. I think that Parker is going to really give her – a run for her money. I'm not saying that she's going to ultimately reign supreme because we've seen, you know, we have plenty of evidence that Charlie is is the baddest. However, comma, I think Charlie has been able to kind of come out on top in many of these situations that she's been in, just even throughout her career, because she's had to play the game better than everybody else, black, white, anything in between. But I think, I I dare say that Parker has probably had some of the same experiences, you know, coming through Spelman, um, coming through Wharton Business School, 
you know, and ascending to, you know, the position of power and being the baller and shot caller that she is. And so I think that, you know, they're almost, I think we, we touched on it before, they're kind of like mirror images of her mm -hmm. or of each other. Um, you know, Parker clearly being the, the bad version. Mm -hmm. but, <laughs> but I think that's going to be a very, very interesting uh, juxtaposition, the, the Parker and Charlie relationship. And maybe they might even find some similarities, both coming from mixed race households, or not necessarily households, uh, parentage. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, I, I look forward to seeing how that plays out. Mm. All right, Corey. Yeah. All right, Corey. Um, Corey, you closing no, us out. I don't have no advice or predictions. I'm not watching this show no more until Ralph Andrew get back with Deisha. Well, God That's bless it. you. I'm Bye. <laughs> My prediction is, is Nova's going to write a New York Times bestseller. Charlie is going to get slapped by um, the other Charlie 2.0. Um, and that's all I got. Cause I can't think of no more characters right now. I ain't watching the show no more. I don't care. Well, thank you, Corey, for your service. We appreciate. <laughs> 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 I've been terminated. They, you terminated yourself. That's good. You terminated yourself. Um, we 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 appreciate you on uh, uh, being a part of this show and Godspeed <laughs> on your journey. And that wraps up. Uh, the evictions for this last episode of season four of Queen Sugar. We will be right back with our shots of bourbon on the Bourbon and Border Loans podcast on the Blacktastic Podcast Network. And at the music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back on Bourbon and Border Loans with our final segment where we give out a ceremonial shot of bourbon to the individual, individuals, whoever had uh, the best week. And we're going to go ahead and get started with Shawnice over here. Who you got? Give, who are you giving your, your ceremonial shot to? So my shot of bourbon, you know, I stand a beautiful, well-dressed black woman. And this particular woman came in and stole the show um, at the very end. Um, she was about her business. She plays no games. She gave us all the black girl realness. And it, Parker Campbell, I stand. Shots up to you. Okay. <laughs> Janae? Well, I'm, I, I don't necessarily disagree with what Shawnee said. However, comma, I, I am not going to be allowed. My, my spirit won't allow me to give her, <laughs> give her the shot this week because she, she's working for the evil side. Um, I'm going to give my shot to Miss Charlie, Councilwoman Charlie Bordelon. She pulled out the win in the end, uh, beat the, 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 the trumped up charges. I hate even using that word now. But that Francis tried to pull on her and, you know, trying to start the fire, saying that she started the fire at her mill. So I'm really looking forward to see what Charlie does in this new position on the city council. She'll probably need a shot dealing with all of the shenanigans that I'm sure are taking place and that uh, legislative body. And so, yeah, Charlie girl, I think she had a pretty strong season altogether, making things happen, moving and shaking. So, Charlie, you get my shot this episode. All right. Debris? So I'm giving my shot to Ralph Angel. Ralph Angel, he, he found his words. Before we was talking to Darla, and he was like, you know, she was saying, uh, I want you to see me like you used to see me. And he's like, I can't say that. And he let that, like, hang there. And then he was like, because you braver. And 
more beautiful and like he laid that all on her you know like it was it was I thought that was that was well done. That was. Um, he even, you know, he was resistant. He was the last holdout against Nova. He was the last line of defense. He almost lost it, you know, because he, you know, he gave in at the end and let her back in. But like he was, he was putting up obstacles. Like he didn't even believe in cousin Martha. He was like, I ain't never heard of no Aunt Martha. I mean, cousin Martha. <laughs> he was like, yeah, he didn't even believe in it. He didn't believe in cousin Martha. He didn't believe that uh, that Trudy was buried on the farm. He was he was appropriately skeptical. But uh, Nova eventually broke him down with the, with the book and the, was it angel sauce? What was it? Angel cream. cream. Angel cream. Angel cream. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't. <laughs> angel cream gets him every time. Yeah, he he couldn't resist that memory that the angel sauce. Um, cream. cream. Wow. The angel cream. <laughs> <laughs> my man Ralph Angel, my shot for the there week. There you go. Okay. All right, Corey, who you got? Well, you know, it was a hard, it was a hard choice, man, because it was a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff happened this episode. But I decided, you know, to give my shot of bourbon to, uh, you know, a character who who demonstrate demonstrated like a real shrewd sense of, you know, business and like, you know, just like um, getting after it and 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 really like thinking about, you know, finances and 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 controlling like, you know the pocketbook, you know, and that's got to be the Grandpa Borderline <laughs> who paid $2 for that <laughs> uh, beef ball. <laughs> I know. He could have got a $20 gift, but he got a $2 gift instead. He saved $18, and that was the shrewdest business move that happened in the whole season. Get on my nerves. <laughs> for that reason, he getting a shot from me. He might get a double shot if I had it. Grandpa Borderline, man, you killed it, bro. Good decision. Blue don't know better. He was happy with that. Goodbye. Oh, Panama, we have four different, uh, four different. I'm shots. gonna break the ties. Okay. All right. We're about to break the tie. Okay. I I am giving my shot to Ralph Angel. Mm, okay. Largely because the police officer said language and he said racism, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah. It's like it was so unnecessary. Like it was such a ridiculous. And thing. childish. It was childish. It, but it was childish. Good. It works in every situation. <laughs> you are never wrong if you scream racism. racism. Sorry. You are literally racism. never wrong. So I'm going to shout out Ralph Angel. Ralph Angel's getting my shot because he literally shot back with the one thing the cop could not come back with anything else with because it's like, oh. Ooh. Yeah. How do I, which way do I go with this one? He just, the cop just smirked, but he, on the inside, he was crying. <laughs> <laughs> so Ralph Angel Bordelon gets my shot of bourbon. So you're going to feel like Grandpa had the best week. And uh, that gets Ralph Angel the shot this week. So, uh, <laughs> clank, clank. Clank, 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 clank. And that wraps up this episode, this uh, season finale episode of Bourbon and Bordelones. Um, we had a good time talking about this season. It's not over yet. Like I said, we're going to do a live show uh, coming up. And we're going to talk about awards. We're going to talk about who had the best of best evictions we're just gonna, we're gonna have a whole bunch of stuff for you be, be on the lookout for an announcement fun. about that i'm it's gonna, gonna cut be, up listen you ain't got you no know, choice when do you not? if it's live you know ain't, ain't no filter here no. y'all tune in yeah that edit button is gonna be hard <laughs> we're gonna need we're gonna need one of them beep, you, you, you're gonna want to hear this no no you're not listen we're looking forward to it so Corey quit don't don't forget you know <laughs> i'm quitting next season stay on the lookout for the announcement about what's going on with the live episode especially if you're in the washington dc area um, thanks for riding along. We've really been enjoying doing this, and we've had a lot of fun. We've had a lot of fun together recording this podcast. And uh, 
Yeah, so we'll see you. We'll see you on the next episode, and uh, we're gonna end this the way we always have. One, two, three. Take, Take flight. flight. This podcast is fantastic.